0: what they wanna build into the world and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all of these things so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Cause these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies and the big question is what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Alex Emanuel, who's the co-founder of One v One Me. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's great. Thanks for having me, Matt. Excited to have you on and learn more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, what is One v One Me?
1: Uh, so, One v One Me is a mobile app where you can play your favorite creators or your friends in video games for money without paying any fees. So walk me
0: through, someone heard about this for the first time and they wanted to try it out. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how does it work, um, You know, user experience wise? Can you walk me through how, how, what that looks like? For
1: sure, so um, basically mobile apps, you'd have to download us from the store. Um, the app is actually invite only. So in order to get into the app, you'd actually need to either get to the front of our waiting list, which you can do by sharing our waitlist link out to your friends, or you can get an invite code from somebody who already has access to the platform. Uh, and once you get in, basically, you'll be able to see all the public matches that either creators or other people on the platform have posted. Um, you'll be able to watch matches as they're going live, uh, going on live rather. Uh, and you'll also be able to DM people and challenge them directly through our messaging feature.
0: Walk me through a little bit about why did you decide to start this? Uh, you know, what's the origin story for One v One Me?
1: Yeah, so uh, it's actually really interesting. We started uh, pretty much right when the pandemic started, almost. Uh, my co-founder, Anthony, and his friend group actually normally got together to play poker in person uh, for real money pretty much weekly. And when the pandemic started, they couldn't really meet up with each other anymore because uh, obviously they were locked in. So they tried to find a website where they could do it and just like couldn't find a good solution. So they actually ended up reverting back to something they did and that I actually did with my friends as well back when they were teenagers, which is just playing Call of Duty for money and just like Venmoing each other back and forth. Um, and they actually got like super into it, built like spreadsheets and stuff to track stats and did all this stuff. Um, and he messaged me, we had tried to work on a few things before and just let me know like, hey, I think this could be a really good idea for a platform, uh, make this a lot easier. So we basically ended up just like putting up a landing page and just like talking to as many people as we could, just like scouring discord servers, trying to look if anybody's doing it already. Um, we did find a bunch of platforms that had already been created but what we also found was just tens of thousands of people who were just using Discord servers and um, a bunch of other like forums in order to do this. And when we we ended up just talking to as many people as would talk to us. And we talked to them, basically, they all told us a couple of the same things. One was uh, they hated paying fees on this stuff, especially when they're playing with their friends. Uh, some of the platforms out there are charging like 20% per wager. So if you're playing for 100 bucks, 20 bucks right out the window, just gone. Uh, and the other thing was, A lot of the people we talked to were content creators and just people were trying to become pro players and they just hadn't gotten popular enough to monetize their audiences to really do it full time so they were kind of playing tournaments and wagers as a way to bridge that gap um and yeah so we ended up getting a bunch of traction with them uh we launched a beta and just like things kind of snowballed from there
0: i'm curious actually to to dive into the last thing you said like when you when you decide you want to start a company and you, you you put something out there it's hard to know what actually to spend your time on. Um, Like, like Mm -hmm. are you going to work on this or that? Going to grow, raise money, build a product, you know, fix this admin thing. How do you know in the early days or even today, like how do you know what to work on every day when you wake up? Um, And and how does it change over time if like you're open to sharing?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, so one, I think it changes all the time, Uh, especially in the early days. It's just like priority shift new, like any new piece of information you get is just like a huge change to the information that you have. So early on, what we were like really diligent about, we wanted to make sure, unlike some of the other things that we had worked on, we'd like built out a bunch of stuff and then nobody wanted it. We wanted to be really diligent about, let's make sure that this is like a really solid idea that people care and then let's invest our time in. So that's why we like ended up building the landing page first and then just honestly talking to people, our feature set. And believe it or not, like our whole product was just vastly different when we really first started. Uh, and just talking to customers and getting more information about, like why are they doing this what's motivating them really digging that and building those relationships helped us to get a lot of information there. Um, and then ultimately now it's just we're trying to understand okay what's the, like long term strategy for what we want to do what do we need to do to like get those stepping stones. And what are like the real North stars, we need on like some we work on like a quarterly basis, but like what are the North stars, we need there and just. Be really, really diligent about, okay, if we're going to work on this thing, is this going to help this one metric that we're working against? And if not, it's like, it's a great idea. Let's put in the backlog, but we're just going to cut out anything that doesn't help us to grow.
0: And uh, kind of on a a different level, there's a lot of people listening that may not know what's going on in the industry. Like they're hearing like, oh, like making money off of games, right? Maybe not this audience, but just to, can you kind of just give an overview of what's going on in the market, not necessarily a whole history lesson, but like what have you seen in, in the market and where do you think just the market specifically is going in regards to gaming and making, mon- making money off that?
1: Yeah, so I think um, it's really interesting to look at companies like FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, a couple of years ago, you look at them, they were like, obviously they're fantasy uh, apps where you can make money playing fantasy sports. And they're like really niche ideas like five years ago. And now you can go buy a FanDuel or a DraftKings gift card like every 7-Eleven in America. Um, I think really similarly in gaming, it's as those products and as products like Robinhood have really democratized access into like investing and really um, this type of financial like actions, um, it's kind of permeated into the gaming space as well. People who used to play for money just with their friends now are finding other people, really you're seeing uh, more and more people just in general trying to monetize their passions, like interested in taking stuff that they're just interested in and using the internet to find a way to make money on it.
0: The internet is a crazy thing. You think you understand the internet? Like you think you get it, like you grow up and, you know, it's this there, chat and Facebook and stuff, but it's only, only in, since COVID, I've really seen a different future for the internet. Like, do, have you, I don't, I wasn't planning on asking this, but I'm just curious <laughs> to get your perspective. Like, where do you, what do you see the role of the internet playing in the next 20 years, especially now that COVID has probably accelerated things by 20 years? Like, what do you, do you think about just the role of the internet in our future?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, look, the, the internet is easily the most important invention of the last 100 years. Um, I think as you're saying, like in code, I really feel like I've worked in tech startups, my whole career, like spent my entire childhood, like just being obsessed with internet companies and mobile technology. But really, during COVID, it's just like, you see the whole world jump like 10 years, right? Um, for instance, like I would never have expected myself to want to build a remote company like I love working in an office. Um, but honestly, because of the internet and like tools that have gotten made because of the pandemic, um, we're looking at making our company fully remote all the time forever in the future, right? Is I think that what will happen is you're going to see one migration of people changing. Like you're going to see, uh, all these people who are concentrating in these major cities now going to move into more livable areas have like really spread out. A lot of the wealth that has been concentrated so much geographically specifically. I think it'll be really interesting.
0: Yeah, I I you know I've always been based in Phoenix. I've never I've never lived anywhere else and I've just been kind of like living on the internet for a while and I just like um I love I just it feels great that like it's more normal now cuz I was kind of a weirdo for 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 <laughs> that, so but it's all good. It's all good. It's normal life now. So looking out for the future not of the market but for your company specifically, what do, what do you see, you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now? What's your vision for one to be one mean and you know what direction are you rowing in?
1: Uh for sure. So I mean, ultimately, as I said, really what we're trying to do is we want to build a way for everybody who's really passionate about gaming to be able to make a living there. Uh, right now, I think that opportunity is really limited to only select few. Um, we want to start with like people who want to go pro and creators, but eventually really expand that into amateur players, even the fans of these creators, Like, give them all ways to be able to monetize this passion. We have a few things coming down the pipeline um, to really help do this, but ultimately in the future, how we see ourselves is Kind of like the robin hood or the public of the gaming space really democratizing access to professional and like monetized play uh and building like a really great experience around it just blending the finance and the gaming side of things and then in order to make that a reality you know make division come to life you'll
0: need some help it takes a village to make a startup work so my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help are you fundraising hiring looking for players partnerships you know how can we assist
1: for sure. Yeah, uh, we're actually just about to close our precede round uh, that is going to get announced soon. Um, but really, with our launch, we're, we've just got approved by Apple. So we're going to be in the store in the next uh, week or two. Right now, we're just on test flight. But part of our launch strategy is really working with these creator, just great gaming creators and creators of all types. Um, so if anybody knows any creators or gamers that would be interested in a product like this, we'd love to chat with them and see how we could work together to help them make some more money.
0: And then for my last question, if someone wants to learn more, check this out. Can they, where can they find on the app store or the internet? Do you have a website, social media, email? How can they get in touch?
1: For sure. So you can uh, check out our website at v one mecom uh, We're also at one v one me on Twitter. Um, we're going to be launching the app store in the next week or two. Um, and we'll be announcing that on Twitter as well when it is live. Cool. Thanks so
0: much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate no, thank it. Thank
1: you, Mitt. Yeah. Appreciate it as well.